What's going on? It's your boy B with the Purpose Driven Risk Podcast, and you already know that we are here to help everyday people take risks with a purpose. Um, now, today, this is a solo pod, right? Uh, yeah, don't cry, don't cry. We don't have a guest, but you got me, all right? Thank you. Hold on. Get a good look. Yes, sir. <laughs> Listen, man, if you are excited uh, to just kind of discuss a couple of different topics here um, in, in a short span, I'm not going to hold you long. Like the pastor said, he said, I'm, I'm closing now. I'm closing now. Right. Um, for the seventh time. And y'all still in church, belly grumbling, all that craziness. But look, man, if you um, are excited, go ahead and just hit that like, hit that subscribe. Um, but <clears throat> let's get started, man. Listen, so what I want to talk about today is the fact that I want everyone who's listening to be released of the thought process that every move, every next move has to be your best move, right? Like that puts so much pressure on you. Like we're limiting ourselves from taking certain opportunities, certain risks, because we're overanalyzing things. We're, now we're having analysis paralysis <clears throat> because we think that, okay, the, every time I make another decision, it has to be the best decision I've ever made. And it, I have to make sure that this is going to work out 100, 1000% and you're wrong. And that reasoning is actually holding you back from propelling you to where you need, from taking the risk that will actually propel you to where you need to be, right? Because with risk, there's failure. If you can't come to terms with that, then I don't know what to tell you, and I think that you should really go back and do some self-development <clears throat> on your childhood, uh, excuse me, and, and maybe deal with some things that may be stemming from your childhood. Why do I say that? I think that for me, I have been a victim of that, um, you know, over the past couple of years, and I had to understand that I thought that way because for me, right, this is my opinion, I believe that as minorities, our parents put a lot of pressure on us to be better than those that were more fortunate or those that didn't look like us. Um, and because I think they understood that, you know, the world was, you know, catered to, you know, people who didn't look like minorities, right? And that's still true today, right? But I think it was a lot of pressure to say, hey, because you're, you know, African-American, because you're not from um, the United States or because you don't uh, look like those that are the majority, you need to be better. You need to be better. And every opportunity that comes your way, you need to knock it out the park 1000%. And if you don't, you messed up this family forever. Like, like what? Hold, hold on. Hold on. Uh, this family wasn't, wasn't killing it uh, before me. So uh, I don't want that pressure. Right now. It was all in love, right? It was all in love, great intentions. Um, but I think that that mindset of you know preaching to uh, preaching to uh, people or preaching to kids that hey, like you you have to be consistently great at every single thing at an early age is very hard to stomach because those early that those early years, whether it's elementary, middle school, high school, that's literally for failing. Like that's when we need to be doing the most risk-taking, the most failing, because it'll contribute to understanding who we are um, as a person. Um, and then as soon as the quicker we get to understanding who we are as a person, now when we have to make those really big decisions, decisions that actually matter, now we can make those, um, it, we can pretty much have a better 
decision making process because we've put the work in um, and we've developed who we are as as a as a person um, and self and knowing self. So I don't know what's a couple other other examples that I could probably use um, of ways that I think we we limit. You know, we we tell ourselves that we have a limited time to 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 mess up. We have a limited time to to uh you know to get things right. And if we don't get things right within that time frame, the world's gonna end, right? Um, I would say, I would say even and a lot of these things are attached to finances, right? So and I get that, right? So as minorities, we may be in um not all minorities. I'm just saying like you may be in the middle class um, or you may be in the lower middle class or even, you know, you may be um, below that. And so, of course, a lot of those feelings of making sure like, hey, like, listen, I'm going to sign you up for this, you know, sporting event or I'm going to sign you up for this, you know, uh, this this certain opportunity. And I want to make sure that you take full advantage of don't mess this up because I ain't got money for you to redo this, right? And I feel like that's fine because obviously finances are, money is is black and white. Like if you have $2, you have $2. If you don't have $2, you just, you just don't. Like two plus two is gonna be four, right? But I think that even though we experience that, we have to find a way to work ourselves out of that because then we become older. Now we put so much pressure to where, we can't even move. We're crippled. We're crippled because we're like, listen, I, I know that this opportunity is presenting itself, but I don't want to take that opportunity if if it's not going to work out 100%. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. If I don't know that this is going to work out 100%, I can't, I can't move on it, right? Um, but then we're mad at where we currently are. We're like, ah, I don't want to be where I currently am, but I don't want to give up where I currently am to go and try something because if I fail, then the whole world's going to crumble. Like I'm mad at myself. People are mad at me. And, and and let me just pause right here. If you have people around you right now who do not give you grace and do not pretty much encourage you to take risk, but then also hug you and comfort you and give you words of encouragement when things don't work out, I need you to eliminate those people from your life expeditiously. You know what I'm saying? Like, on my TI stuff, like expeditiously, partner. Like you gotta get that, you gotta get that man up out of here. You hear me? Like for real. So, um, and and not to say that you don't need people around you that will hold you accountable. Of course, a lot of a lot of so I think we mess up results with like holding people accountable for effort. And to me, I I would not that I don't want the results, right? Not that I don't understand that, yo, like I need to be making sure that what I'm doing translates to some type of results. But I do believe that a lot of uh, uh, the bulk of getting good results is putting in good effort. So like if you're putting in good and consistent effort, that will translate, right? But if you just have somebody that's your accountability partner is only focused on like, yo, bro, you didn't get this result. Like, come on, what the heck? Versus saying, hey, like, it's okay. Let's let's go back to square one. Let's make sure that we're continuing to be consistent in your effort. And that's, to me, that's the biggest thing. It, it works with working out, right? Like your accountability partner isn't so much so every day telling you like, hey, have you lost this weight? Have you hit this weight goal yet? It's more so like, hey, Monday, did you work out today? That's the effort, right? Hey, Tuesday, 
Hey, bro, did you make sure that you stretched today? Hey, did you make sure that you worked out today? Okay, great. It's not checking in to say, hey, what's your weight today? Hey, what's your weight today? Hey, what's your weight today? That's not accountability to me. That's like your sales manager banging you over the head like, how many sales did you have today? Like, nobody wants that, right? Um, But anyway, I know we kind of veered off. But I, I think for me, I just want to make sure that you're released of the feeling that every single move you make in life is going to be the biggest thing ever. It's not. Sometimes it may be really simple. Sometimes it may be something that turns out to be the dumbest thing that you've ever done. But what I'm saying is, is that by not making those moves and not releasing yourself to think that, hey, I can do something that may turn out totally wrong, I think that once you start doing that, you understand that, okay, now the baggage that I that I have when I'm an adult, like I can be released of that. Like for, for me, it was purchasing big things. Like I wanted to make sure that when I got older, like I had this thing where I was like, yo, I cannot spend a lot of money. Like if I'm making a big purchase, I need to make sure that, that yo, like I need to check everything. I'm like, yo, hold on, wait, 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 wait. And I can't do this until I figure out everything. And then that opportunity would pass me by and come back around, pass me by because I'm so focused on making sure like, hey, like I can't mess this up, right? If I spend if I spend th- this money, I'll never get it back again. And that wasn't true, right? Like I'm not talking about people who don't have a job spending money recklessly. I'm talking about I had a great job. I still have a great job um, that I love. But at the time, I, you know, I'm released of that now. At the time, I was working a job where I was making uh, great money and I was like a salaried employee, like the money would come back, right? I, I missed out on so many vacations, so many experiences because I was like, no, 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 like I, I need to be a hoarder of risk. Like all the risk I thought I would take, no, no, I just want to hoard those and make sure like, okay, wait, no, I don't want to do that one like because it's too risky. Okay, wait, no, I don't want to do this because, okay, I guess I'll do this. And by the time I chose, it was like, no, it was no. It's like not not available anymore. Not the same. It, it, it don't hit the same, right? Um. So I hope this was for for someone. Um. I, I know that we kind of bounced around, but I hope that you can take from it and understand. Um. That <clears throat> you are you are. Um. Aside from God, obviously, telling you exactly what you need to do and tapping in with Him or or whoever you know. Or if you you know if you go with the universe, cool. Aside from that. You need to be the author of your life. You need to be making sure that you are an active participant in making sure that you're making the decisions that you feel are the best, but releasing yourself from feeling as if if it doesn't work out, that you're no longer valued, that you no longer have worth, right? Um, so just a couple of things that I did to kind of release me from that 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 way of thinking that, hey, like, listen... Because it, it limit limiting yourself to only a, a couple of failures or a, a couple of a short window to mess up just allows you to really fall flat on your face and stay there for a very long time. Because now you don't have the practice of failing, getting back up, failing, getting back up. So the time frame from which you fall and stay there is much longer because you've put so much pressure on yourself that now you're like, yo. 
I don't think I can get over this. Right. So I, I guess like I want you all to start practicing now on failing, getting back up again, failing, getting back up again, because every time you fail, it shortens the amount of time that you need to recover from whatever it is, you know, that th that it was, which then helps you get back out there sooner and attack whatever, whatever goals and whatever um, um, you're looking to do. So a couple other things that that I did affirming myself every day that my best is enough. The key word is my best, not what other people see as my best, not what like my mom, my dad, my sister, you know, like whoever, your mentor, not what they see as your best. You have, and, and that's why the self-discovery, the self-development is huge. I, th I don't think you can be released of this until you really find out who you are, what you want, what type of impact you want to have um, and release yourself from how you were how you were raised and how how you were groomed as a child right because your best is only something that that you know right so one affirming myself every day that my best is enough right two realizing that if things don't work out it's probably not going to be the last time that things don't work out for me like i know that seems super simple like no but like if things don't work out i have to understand that past this point in the future, I'm probably going to have other things that don't work out. So let me get comfortable with understanding that like, it's, it's cool, right? This is not the last, like, this is not the last time. Like this is, this is not, it's just not. So, um, third, stop doing too much research, right? And you're like, you'll be, come on. Like, wh what do you mean? Like I got, I have to know, I have to know the ins and outs of everything. And I'm I'm I am still that person because I love doing research, but I'm also a person I'm not gonna I may not read more than a couple different articles about something that I want to talk about, right? I may not read an entire book before I start mulling over it and like chewing it and dissecting it. Sometimes you just need to go to one chap, excuse me, one chapter of a book. And, and that be enough to be like, yo, okay, this, I'm going to focus in on this and this is going to help me make certain decisions or I'm going to use this and make this practical in my life, right? Because once you start going down the deep rabbit hole on YouTube, you're on your thousandth video. Now you're going down the deep hole of talking to too many people about the same thing over and over. You're going to get your no. You're, the more people, it's going to eventually lead to you because of the mindset that you're currently in is going to... Uh, definitely a lead lead to you being like oh okay you know what i should you're right this is right so what i'm saying is do research make sure that whatever you're looking to do make sure that it's from someone who someone or a book or article that is uh verified that is uh you know, has, has the credentials to be like, okay, yes, I can listen to this person or, or, you know, whatever, who, whatever you're seeking information, um, from, right. But past a couple, two or three, like, just give it up. Like just really just hone in on the knowledge that you have and, and, and then go make that decision. I think that too much, honestly, of anything can, can, can honestly be to your detriment. So number four, get rid of people, who put pressure on you to perform. And we kind of, we kind of covered this where you really do have to have people in your corner who want the best for you, but understand that they have to give you control over your own life and then still allow 
allow themselves to pretty much embrace you when things uh, are not going wrong, right? And especially on the front end, like if you have a lot of people telling you like, yo, this is your one opportunity, you got to kill it, eliminate them. I don't even want to hear people talk like that. I want people to want me to do my best at all times because I'm a dog and I'm trying to kill whatever I'm doing. But I also want people to understand that, listen, like I don't have a scarcity mindset. Like I can try things and I know that if it doesn't work out, yo, God got me. I'm about to re-up and I'm pulling up on another opportunity. Like what's, what's up? We back again. Right. That's just, that's just how I feel. Like I feel like there's no one opportunity <clears throat> That's going to make make or break me. And a lot of people, you know, on social media or sometimes they talk a big talk. They're like, listen, man, like, listen, man, nothing could break me. Like, nah, like I'm 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 a go getter. Like I'm a this. But then but then they be trying to figure out like, yo, like, yo, this doesn't work out. Like, hey, y'all, like I'm I feel like I'm just going to quit right now. Like, hold on. Wait, what happened to you said? I thought you said that you don't give up. Like, I thought you said that. Like I'm confused. So um that fourth thing right there is 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 super huge, like super, super huge. Um and remember this people who see who you see operating at a high level, people who you see hop, operating at a high level, remember, I would say assume, even though I hate assuming, but I'm telling you right now, people you see hop op operating at a high level usually have probably made all the mistakes in the world. Right. So then, so you're not seeing the mistakes right now. But if you go up to them and you ask them if they're real enough to share with you, like, yeah, OK, like this is what you know, this is what happened. Right. I made this mistake, that mistake that you're like, oh, wait. What? Really? So that would probably be number five. Go up to people who you see operating at a high level in whatever opportunity that you that you would would like for yourself, whatever goal that you see with yourself and. Make it awkward. Like, I, I do it all the time, and I don't care. You know how I'm coming. I, like, I don't feel like there's any awkward situation that I could ever be put in. Like, it just it just doesn't phase me, right? I'd be asking people, like, okay, yo, like, did you lose any money, like, by doing this? Okay, yo, so what was, like, the worst time for you? If people don't want to talk about those times, remove them. That's crazy to me. You, you're here, you're operating at such a high level, and you don't want to tell me everything that it took to get there. You only want to sell me, like, Flowers and roses. No, that's wild to me. I wouldn't, I could never, I could never, I could never, right? So for me, like, I always remember when I see people operating at a high level, I'm like, they probably went through hell. They probably went through some craziness. And if they did it, or I ain't gonna lie, I look at myself, I'm like, listen, if they did, I know I could do it because I'm, I just feel like I'm that guy. You know what I mean? And you should feel like you're that guy as well. And if you mess up and if you take a risk and it doesn't work out, you're you're still that girl. You're still that guy. Sis, sis, you still that, you still that girl. Yo, bro, you still that still that boy. You know what I'm saying? Still that boy. Um, so I love you all. Like I hope that this episode helps somebody. I hope that you can take from it and make it practical and and understand that. You know, there's there's this greatness inside of you, man. There's greatness inside of you. And um release yourself release yourself of 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 that way of thinking because i promise you i promise you that the earlier that you release yourself of thinking that every move has to be perfect and every move has to be your next best move you'll actually get 
to the place that you're wanting to be. And uh, the journey will be way, way, way more enjoyable than you ever thought um, it could be. So once again, I'm signing out. It's your boy B with the Purpose Driven Risk Podcast, where we help everyday people take risks with a purpose. Please, please, please go ahead and subscribe, like, share. Um, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Amazon, uh, YouTube, if you want to see the visual as well. Um, and that's about it. Signing out. You already know. It's a your boy. <laughs>